and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. Hello, back again for another thrilling instalment of Nadge. What? Nick and Jules, the podcast. Oh, Nick and Jules and Matt. Nad, Nadge, Nadjum. <laughs> If you I can't, don't know if you know how right acronyms now. work. That if, doesn't if, sound right. If you right. can't be them, nudge them. <laughs> <laughs> well, consider me nudged. Mm, Let's mean, put it on a shirt. Does that mean you're leaving? <laughs> <laughs> oh, get nudge nudged. Out. That's when the third person leaves a group. You'd nudge the other two. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a, a nudge to leave. Hey, because the podcast needs to get world famous quicker yeah. than it already is. Uh-huh. Sure. This week we've been trialling out new formats of the show. Yes, we've had true crime. We have had an advice show. I liked the advice the best so mm. far. Mm. True crime, bit of a bummer. Yeah, heck, bit heavy. And uh, just a bit long. <laughs> a bit long. <laughs> Realised to like dish out the sort of all the details of a court case and effectively I had to summarise 20 years. Mm. 20 plus years in the podcast yesterday. I, I guess appreciation for those that put together true crime pod- yeah. podcasts in the first place. Massive power to most, as we look, learned from the podcast rank, the most listened to podcast in Australia is, in fact, a crew crime. Po- uh, crew crime. No, you said it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true crime podcast. Uh, another format that we're looking to replicate today is one, and this one is guaranteed to get clicks. Okay. okay. You say that, that's scary. It's guaranteed to get clicks because what is one thing that people love? Celebrities. Mm-hmm. And what is one thing that people love hearing about? Celebrity the celebrities. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm talking celebrity interviews. You know, Ooh. I looked to one of the most popular podcasts in the world. It's Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan Experience. Mm-hmm. Whether you like him, whether you hate him, you look at the podcast and it does numbers. And it, it, like, I think he signed like a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify Jesus. over ten years. It's good for cash him. money, and that's just with Spotify. And so, like, there's all, other all sorts of endorsements and stuff that they're putting out there. It makes money, gets numbers, gets listens. Mm-hmm. I want to replicate that. Well. You want to become Joe Rogan? Uh, I'm sort of halfway there. I've kind of got no hair. (laughs) (laughs) You say questionable things. Okay, maybe I'll see. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I get it. I know, but I wanted. I'd love to bring a a celebrity to the podcast. Who are you thinking? I would love to bring a man who I personally idolize. I love him. I'm already here though. He's been around Mm. for you. You're not not far from him. He's been in uh, film and TV. Yep. He's been in the public eye yeah. for decades now. Jeez. Uh, Al Stewart. They're not going to be. No, he's not. He's not an Australian. He's an American. Well, he's not an American even. He's in. He's in fact, he's an Austrian. Oh wow! And okay. He joins us now. Oh, uh, got him already. Oh my gosh! Got him. Right the there. only famous Austrian I know. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not him. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not joined by the leader of the Third Reich. <laughs> Uh, in fact, he's Good probably call. not probably not stoked that we're saying that right now. Um, the the unfortunate thing is, I have to go to the bathroom right now. No, Nick, honestly, <laughs> so, tiny flat eye. Um, this is your idol. What are you doing? I know. I wish that this didn't have to be the case. Uh, but we are joined, about to be joined by uh, a man by the name of Arnold Schwartz, Schwarzenegger, the governor himself, the former governor of California. Oh, and I'm so sorry, Nick. The this current star of Fubar, which is his new Netflix movie, it drops uh, very shortly. Here's the trailer. I'll play the trailer, and I'm just going to see myself out and go to the bathroom. Right? I'll be back in a second. Thank you. I'm back, baby. Fubar coming to Netflix. Oh, that's what you get for being sentimental. Ugh. Only on Netflix, May 25. Wow. Hello, it's me, the governor. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe Nick pulled this string. Like, just hit it from us. We're going to have a massive guest on the podcast. Hey, I'm so uh, so glad to have you here. That's uh, a huge get. Thank you for joining us. 
that's okay. Is it Matthew and is it Julia I'm speaking with? Julia. Yeah. Jules, you can call me for short if we're on that Jules. territory. Oh, Jules, we become best friends. I'll call you Jules. You can call me Arnie. Arnie. Oh, <laughs> what a delight. Matthew, you can call me Arnold, though. We're not quite there yet. <laughs> no, I'd honestly prefer it that way. What have you hey, been up to lately? What have I been up to? I've been working out and I've been filming my new movie to come out on Netflix, FUBAR. Hmm. Wasn't that a clothing brand? Is that what it's about? It's about Fubar. like the FUBAR clothes? I wear the brand FUBAR and I uh, also fight crime. <laughs> oh, good. Jeez, always be branded. Yeah, no, I was actually just watching um, Predator the other week. Uh, and- well, you, I love that. I loved filming Predator with all my friends. We were so macho in the jungle. <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> You were so macho in the jungle. It's it amazing. A- your your accent is sounding more and more French than I thought. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Jules. You know what? We're going to demote you back to Julia. I don't like the way you're doing it. Okay. Yeah. We'll keep it. We'll keep it tame. Yeah. So I'm here to talk about the movie. Uh, I had a fun shooting it. I had fun shooting the Predator as well. I'm a busy man. I I filmed lots of things. Yeah. Dabbled in pop. <laughs> Just always filming, Doubling always in exercising. Yeah. yeah, I'm still jacked. Even though I'm in my seventies, I'm still jacked. Good for you. So, well, uh, what's about? No, so go on. Don't... Go on. No, 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 Matthew, you go on. You go on. I don't, don't interrupt. <laughs> it's a time you. delay. I don't Sorry. Your show and be rude. <laughs> Thank you so much, Arnold. Uh, so, tell me, um, what are uh, some of the memories? Uh, what some uh, fun things we can expect to see in this new movie of yours? In this new movie, uh, some of the fun things, uh, I got sack-tapped by the woman who is in the trailer with me. <laughs> was that part of the movie or an accident? <laughs> she was very abusive on set. I didn't, I, but I, they kept the camera was rolling and I said, use it. I will suffer for my art. Right. Yeah. Who are your co stars in this? My co stars. <laughs> oh, geez, there's too many to name. <laughs> too, too many to name. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but no, I'm busy. I've got such a tight schedule, so you know it's hard to memorize everybody's names. No, that's super understandable, you Arnold. Time for lines, yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh, to, if you are in the uh, the uh, the Ohio State area tomorrow, uh, I am holding the Arnold Expo with some of my friends who like to lift heavy things like me. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I guess we're kind of a little far away from Ohio, but um, maybe one of our listeners will be able to pop in and uh, say good day. Uh, you're the other guy who in- arranged the interview, Nick, said that you were really around the corner from Ohio. <laughs> he has lied <laughs> to your face. Exaggerating. Although, it'd be really cool if you did do an Australian premiere. Is that on the cards? Uh, yeah, where would you like me to host it? I have a bit of time after... We premiere it in Hollywood, mm. uh, so you know I've got I've got the opportunity. I've always I always love it when I get to come down under. <laughs> where have you visited? <laughs> when did I visit? Where Where did you visit? Oh, I visited Uluru and I lifted it up, which is why I got so jacked in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and then do I changed the kangaroo because I still believe in doing cardio, even though I have got big biceps. Well, it's mm. part of fitness, and I think it's a, a whole body, whole mind uh, situation. I'm very impressed Fun. with yeah. how you do it. And then I ate one of your prime ministers and said that he went missing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, old mate that went swimming and wasn't actually swimming. It was just a snack. Yeah. Well, we went swimming for a morning walkout, but I was so <laughs> mm. Wow. Wow. Well, oh, I never heard. Scoop coming yeah, from. Uh, yeah, you can. That, I don't let me see that on Daily Mail tomorrow. What else are we going to find out about you that we don't know? 
Well, you know, tell me, Julia, what would you like to know? I've got only probably another question or two. How's your personal life going? On to the next. How's my personal life? Uh, you know, I don't get, uh, I don't see my friends as much because a lot of them are dying. <laughs> You're about that age. <laughs> Bloody hell, more but, um, but, you know, on the flip side, I'm still uh, able to go at it like an absolute jackrabbit with my oh. last one. Well, well, that's, yeah, maybe you gracefully. <laughs> more children with more um, more maids in your future. I really hope that for you, Arnold. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I appreciate you, Julia, and you, Matthew, for joining me today. Oh, you nailed on it. On your well show. Uh, if I may say to people, watch FUBAR on yes. May 25 on Netflix. It's a real cracking good time. Um, mm. Get it up your mate. Oh, <laughs> a bit of Aussie vernacular. I appreciate Nailed that. Nailed it. Thank appreciate you so it. much. Oh, I hear Nick is um, just come back from the toilet. He's going to be bummed. All right. Goodbye, here. everybody. Goodbye, Australia. Oh. I love you all. Oh. Hey, hey, Nick. Nick, hey. you wouldn't believe it. Wow. wow. You just missed. Your idol, honestly. And did he, he, has he already called? Yeah. He did, mate. That well, you're at the loo and his accent was so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favourite things about Arnold, is the consistency in his voice. It was amazing. Uh, well, that sucks. Um, I do love Arnold. Um, I'll listen back to the pod. I'll have to get the Nick and Jules podcast. Mm. <laughs> so you can finally get a taste this of what, out, what you missed out on. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, Nick and Jules on your favourite listener app or mm. whatever podcast app you use. Uh, plenty of stuff on the show today, though, that isn't Arnold. By the way, I, obviously I wasn't there for the interview. Yep. Did we like the interview format? Was that fun? It was fun. It was interesting, yeah. Nice I think to uh, speak with an international superstar. Going to be honest with you, I don't think I'm going to be able to pull enough strings to get equally big celebrities in future. So it might be a one and done with that one as well. Do okay. you develop more accents? What? Or voices? What? No. Who? What are you talking about? I guess we'll never know. Oh. Mm. Speaking of big guests, we've got Dr. Carl on the show too. That was exciting to have Dr. Carl. I genuinely, when I got into radio and I started being on it, because I've done a few interviews with Dr. Carl over the years, it's exciting when you go... Uh, oh, you're someone I was aware of when I was a child before radio was on the cards because mm. I would have you science books. Science and, man. He corrected me on time. He was like, oh, honey, no, you got that wrong. Um, so that was fun. It's, what, what, what did he correct you on? It was a... Uh, well, I said it's not a, caffeine was yeah. a stimulant. stimulant. Wrong. Get back to school. It's actually a blocker, according That's to Dr. so Carl. interesting. Mm. Yeah, like it just blocks the, the sleepy time chemical. Yeah. Melatonin? Was it adenaline? Adenosine? You're gonna have to listen back to this podcast. God, there's there's a lot of incentive for me to listen to this podcast. <laughs> but you two were so excited after he called you Doctor Nick and Doctor Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our little lab coats. We've changed our name. Have you seen? Because uh, sometimes see it pop up on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. There's a business where it's like, hey, if buy a plot of land in Scotland and you technically mm. become a lord. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. We should yeah. do that. Well, here's the thing: why you shouldn't do it because it's not huh. technically the case. Because I, I looked into it because I thought that's. That's amazing. I that's, thought you were going to say it's expensive. No, it's quite cheap. Oh, that's good. Which is why I was like, that seems, even <laughs> for like a small Why hasn't everyone done it? Well, exactly that. Because I thought you buy a, a square foot of land. Mm-hmm. And even if you looked at like, you know, what's an acre of land? Like what's a plot of land in Australia? Oh, worth? Upwards of 10 feet. Oh, <laughs> worth. Worth. But we're talking like tens of thousands, right? Yeah. You know, I think I saw one of these square feet for like, uh, like 35 bucks. Like if, if you broke a, a block of house down- you're gonna. It, that's not the same equivalent, you know. Oh no, they're making coin. They're making a little extra on top, hmm. and I think that's the whole process. Um, but the thing is, if you want to actually legally change your name to Lord after buying this plot of land, mm. it sends you the instructions on how you get your lordship. Oh, oh yeah, fun. Uh, and the way to do that is you actually legally change your name, 
uh, to, so it'd be like my legal name would not be Nicholas. Yeah. Oh. It would be Lord Nicholas. Like it would actually, I wouldn't have Personally. the title. It would, my name would be like, oh, it's Lord. Oh, Bert. Well, what's the point well, of buying it? If the, Nick, then? And that's what I'm uh. saying. And therein lies the scam. Question. What happens to Nick if it's Lord Nick? Is it like hyphenated? Is it, do you have two first names? Oh, like well, I, I need suppose to know. that's interesting. I guess it, that's a case by case thing. I probably wouldn't hyphenate it because I think as if you're going to that length. Yes. Mm. Uh, you probably would like to uh, sort of appear like you are in fact a lord. Mm. And updating the Facebook um, as well. Oh, some might say that's just the easiest way. Mm. You just change your name on Facebook. Yeah, you can just start a nickname Probably that's means lord. just mm. as much. And everyone <laughs> just thinks that you're a big fan of the artist. Yeah. Call me Lord. Mm. Call that's me Lord. No, I have a friend who is a... Uh, Actively looking to change his middle name at the moment from Andrew mm-hmm. to Danger. <laughs> this is not a joke. I thought it was a joke, but it's become a recurrent thing. Why? Um, I hope he doesn't mind me talking about this. Oh, because it's funny. <laughs> Obviously, I see why. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, but he's got time off at the moment of work, uh, and he's like, oh, i got some time. He uh, <laughs> doesn't like- That's the one thing my mind goes to, changing the middle name. Doesn't like um, the name Andrew because he's named after someone he'd rather not be. And he's like, you know what? Let's go. Let's be danger. I, I want to change it. I don't want the association with Andrew. Mm. Oh, let's be danger. And uh, he's currently in the midst of doing all the paperwork. I'll be surprised if they allow that. Because it feels like it's frivolous fun mm. time. And uh, from my understanding, the old uh, birth, death, names, registry people uh, aren't super jazzed about tomfoolery and shenanigans when know, it comes to names. I know someone who's born a Carol and she went to like Star or Storm or something like that. Oh, that was, a, they, that was a pivot. Allowed that. <laughs> <laughs> Those are, those are two different people, Carol well, and I Storm. Feel, I feel like she was living through her children because she was Carol and then she named them all fun names. And she was like, you know what? I want some of that. So then she went back and Oh, she did it name. later in life. Like, Yeah. Oh, that's so bizarre. Mm. Oh, good on her. Yeah. Uh, good for you, former Carol. Don't know where that came from, but Dr. Carl <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> <Dr. Carl. laughs> uh, I scared myself on the way to work this morning. Mm. I'm going to stop listening to that horror podcast because it's really just... Hey. It is uh, planting some terrified seeds. Yeah, you? it's the thing is, and look, producer Matt, you've listened to it. Jules, you haven't, and I would recommend you don't, because mm. not only is it addictive, it's also bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they're not partic- they're not particularly great, like the stories. Like they're fine, mm. but they're just told in a way where it's like if I was telling you about my day, but I said it yeah, in a yeah, deep, yeah. scary voice. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's not gonna, fun. It's going to creep me out no matter what you say. Yeah, I'm the scariest of cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I look, I've started. I don't think I'll finish the series, but uh, I certainly enjoyed oh, the effect also that it had on you. Many years of it. There's like 195 little episodes oh, of it. Gosh, I just that's got real lot. busy. Mm. Yeah, look, if I was, if I, look, I don't know how many I'll listen to before I get bored, <laughs> uh, but I definitely am not getting to 195. I tried mm-hmm. to, when I, when I first started listening to it, I jumped into 195, not realizing it was chronological. Ah, uh, yep. Like, this is the most confusing <laughs> podcast in the world. Hey, what the that. hell are they talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, also on the podcast, Jules, big night for you tonight. Oh, yes. Will I pass my pole dancing class? <laughs> so I mean, it's, you know, the standard a, sentence, sentence you, you yeah. throw out there. Is there going to be like a parents and family time that we can come Hope and not. clap you and uh, support uh, you as you get your... um? Uh, when I previously did pole dancing up north, there was that option. At, um, presentation it, night. Yeah. <laughs> Friday or so Saturday night. Get the golden pole, I the decided, silver pole, the bronze pole. Yeah, I decided to never go to those. Yeah. Um, just was always sick. Um, <laughs> yeah, well. It you, wasn't a prerequisite of the class, unlike this thing tonight. So Yeah, okay, that's interesting. Uh, you, Matt, you talk about family and friends nights, mm. What? Uh, which makes me go, well, who's bringing their family? Someone who needs their mum to pick them up. How young does 
pole dancing. How, like, what's the youngest people you've seen doing it? Because obviously, okay, there's a gymnast who's in my class, mm. so she does all the like fun silks and stuff like that at another time. Cool. And she comes back and she does pole dancing. Oh, I'd say she's like 15. That's probably the youngest I have seen. Usually, um, eighteen maybe. Yeah, because it does have. A, it's obviously got a very sexualized connotation, doesn't it? But my teacher um, is a grandmother, which is how, insane. How young? In her forties. So young grandma. Yeah, it's a lot to unpack. Granny She's got amazing. the moves. Yeah. Hell yeah, she like work out works out seven times, uh, seven hours a day. Grand's got the moves. Mum's got the moves. That's mm-hmm. why she's grandma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, clearly They've, it works well. Yeah. Wow. It's Good a, for her. Runs in the jeans. Good for her. If or it does I like a bit of a belly roll in the jeans. Because that's, I don't, I don't know why that's the most seductive thing you can do. <laughs> if you're into belly dancing, I don't know. Everyone's got their thing, right? Uh, all that and more coming up in the podcast. Uh, any requests for tomorrow's format? Um, assuming I can't get Arnold back. <laughs> Which I have it on good authority. He won't be available. Uh, nothing springing to mind yet. It's hard, isn't it? Because you go... You realize that podcasts are just talking. Mm. And so, like, yeah. I, you know, I try, I want to jazz it up for you and get the special guests and get the sound effects and stuff. But at the yes. end of the day, it's just podcasts, it's, just people it's, chatting. Yeah. My what if we, um, multiple voices. Just give you, uh, one of you can have a crack at Alpha Box tomorrow. That's like, like an un, unplayed oh. game so that everyone else That's can fun. hear how terrible you are as well. Actually, oh. he, here's one that I was talking with Jules about before you came in the studio, producer oh, really? Matt, um, which was, well, I was worried it was to be too boring, but because. In today's podcast, uh, and on tomorrow's show, actually, as well, we're doing a phone topic on it, mm-hmm. we talk about cost saving, like life hacks. Yep. If tomorrow we did like a finance-themed one, mm. finance podcasts are weirdly big because yes, everyone at the moment, they're I'm so- keen. They want to save money. I don't know. I'll try and find a way to jazz it up somehow, some way, but what do, what do you reckon? I think the yeah. key is to know your shit for the finance podcast. So mm. that's where we may fall short. May? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to, I'm, not, I'm not living in a gutter. I know how to handle some money. Okay, well, let's find out tomorrow, hey? Sexy interest rates. Alrighty. Well, hang on, here we go. Here's this. Oh, yeah. Oh, the interest rates are rising. You know what else is rising? <laughs> go on. The sacks, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Driving to work, making a dollar because, you know, the cost of life is just getting too much. How oh, dare it? Absolutely through the roof. Oh, God. And, you know, you hear a lot of people say the hacks, the life hacks to get the cost of living down, the, you know, locking in the prices of fuel, cutting out the catalogue and making sure you only buy the specials. Classic. Hey, Nick, tough oh, times. Get it. You've got to. But, I mean, cutting out the catalogue, it's like there's so many ways to do it now. I just feel every time I do it, I'm like, oh, my God, am I that guy? Yeah. Well, those hacks, they're great. If they work for you, mm. awesome. I reckon they're child's play mm. because oh. I know. If you're about to suggest don't buy a coffee a day, <laughs> I will jump this desk, Jules. I swear to God. Introducing Stingy Steve. Now, Steve, um, not his real name, a friend of a friend. He will remain that way because no one wants to be associated with Steve. But Steve has a few hacks to cut the cost of living. These are just little ways that Steve gets by in life. Fun, spongy Steve. He says to only charge your phone, name, all your devices at work. Don't do it at home. Just bring them all in. Pretty clever, to be honest with you. I used to do the same thing with work Wi-Fi. If I needed to update my laptop, I would bring because right. I didn't have. I never have. I've never had home Wi-Fi. Yeah, right. Up until this new place that I've moved into, the last ten years, never had Wi-Fi at home. The hack yeah. checks out. Great. Okay, second Go hack on. from Stingy Steve slash Nick. Um, always visit Mum's place with Tupperware containers. 
Because you know, she'll be cooking something. You can take it home for leftovers. Yeah. Oh. Not in my household. Not not, not with my mum. That, that That's a mum-specific one, I reckon. Really? Okay. Yeah. You're not visiting mum? She's not giving you any food? Well, I'm visiting mum. I just don't think that I'm taking leftovers home. Oh, you're eating it all at the table. I think so. Okay, I don't that's not, fair. I mean, to be fair, big family, we didn't have leftovers. Mum sure. cooked to order. Mum? Work on it. Work on the first portion sizes. Last but not least, Stingy Steve says that you should teach everyone in your house, Mm. including your partner, your family members, to get around the house without turning the lights on, just in the dark. (laughs) Like a bat. Oh, yeah. Like a bat doing the echolocation so they don't have to run into things. Yes, and essentially swap anyone away that tries to reach for a light switch. That's archaic, isn't it? Yeah, but Steve's done it for a long time. In fact, Steve even has relationship advice. Like, if your girlfriend accidentally blocks you in when you're trying to get your car to work... Yep, break her up. And then... Break up with her, save money that way. No dates. <laughs> Bill her for the hour of work that you couldn't get to. That's exactly what Stingy Steve did, and they are no longer together. Surprise, surprise. Is that a joke? I don't know if that's a joke. No, no, no. That's, that's Stingy Steve. He billed her for an hour of work. <laughs> then he missed out. What kind of job does Stingy Steve do? Not a good one. All right. I mean, <laughs> save money if you want to, at the cost of your love life, I guess. <laughs> we wanted to know, if you can come back as an animal, if you believe in reincarnation, yeah. what is it going to be? Prince Harry was asked on uh, Stephen Colbert, the talk show in the States recently. What do you think happens when we die? Uh, I think we become animals. Like we reincarnate? Yeah. Do you have an animal you'd like to be, come back as? Uh, probably an elephant. I don't blame him. Elephant vibes from him. They, uh, they, I don't know if he has elephant vibes, but in the, in the past life, you know, who's to say who he was? Yes, but I assume, you know, never experienced it myself, but once you approach the gates of afterlife, multiple choice, what animal are you going back as? Yeah, well, if you've been good, you might get a say. I want to come back as a leopard seal. They're the sexiest uh, water-dwelling animal. They're cool. <laughs> They're the bad boys of the world. Uh, we'll look out if you're a penguin. Yeah, I'm going to choose a dog in a rich person's house because they'll have all the treats and all the toys. Yeah, you're looking for a real cushy life. Let's go to the phones right now, 131060. Emma from Wodonga, what animal are you coming back as? Um, I'm going to pick a big wedge-tailed eagle. All right, is it the flying factor? I imagine that's got to weigh in pretty heavily. Too right, right. absolutely it is the flying factor, 100%. Now, Emma, does it worry you that they are, does the wedge-tailed eagle have a lot of predators out there? No, it doesn't, but I'm not too jazzed about their food source. What do they eat, Emma? I don't know enough about well, what their diets are like. I don't know, like. Like bunnies and roadkill, I don't know. <laughs> you, you could be that <laughs> wedge-tailed eagle. anything, and then you're like, well, I guess this will work out no. for my afterlife. Emma, yeah. you could just be a wedge-tailed eagle that just hangs out at parks and goes after hot chips. Absolutely. I'll Good. be like the seagull of wedge-tailed eagles. Easy. Beautiful. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for the call, Emma. No worries. Have a good day. Got to just say, we're aware that this is an insane thing to be talking about. Yeah, but Harry's talking about it, Prince Harry, so why not? He's the tastemaker of the world <laughs> right now. So what he says goes over to Anita from Heathkit, giving us a buzz. Third and ten sixty, you can call us as well. Anita, what are you coming back as? A male nuded cat. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> that's that's hyper specific, Anita. Say um, it again. Yeah, a male neutered cat. Did I hear that correctly? Yes. All right. First of all. <laughs> Why cat? And then let's dial in on the neutered side of things. Yeah. Just cruising in life. Got a nice comfy place. Nice position. Yeah. Don't have to worry about the girls. It's all just cool. So, does so it, you don't do... have the uh, drive that the cats might have to, yeah, not to do something else in life. They're not off spraying stuff. They're just cruising around the house. Would a, uh, like a neutered female cat not be the same? I don't know enough about the cat world, Anita. 
I don't know. I don't know. Because i got a female cat and she's pretty cool and, like, queen of the house. But, mm. you know, I don't know. Something about a male neutered cat just Laid makes me go, energy. Yeah. All right, Anita. Hey, fingers crossed for you in the next life. Appreciate the call. <laughs> I, I don't know if we need to specify this, Jules, but uh, in, the, in the next life when I come back as a leopard seal, I'd mm. love to come back with my testicles as well. <laughs> <laughs> I got so scared on the way to work this morning, Jules, I nearly crashed my car. Okay, don't do that. All right. You've uh, had a very scary week recently. Yes, between the mannequins in my garage that were scaring the heck out of me, and I've been listening to this new horror podcast, Jules. I don't normally like horror, but I, I kind of like getting little little spooky stories. They're not too bad, but they're enough to just sort of just make me go, "Ooh, that's a bit scary." Mm, feel something. Yeah, uh, it's and I've been listening to them too much, and I've been listening to them while I'm home alone, and it's no. freaking me out a little bit. And no. look, this is a snippet from one. It's called the Magnus Archives. It's actually it's like. A bit gross, this, so heads up if you're a bit squeamish, maybe flick off for a split second, but... I started to carry it towards my colleagues to open it when I accidentally caught the bottom of it on the low brick wall at the end of the small front garden. The bag tore open easily. From the newly ripped hole poured teeth. Hundreds. Thousands of teeth. And it's super gross and it's super squeamish and it's it's real weird and... I was listening to one this morning, Jules. Because I got up for work, I'm getting ready, put my clothes on, getting ready up in the the mood for the day. Yeah, exactly. Well, just because that's how how addicted I am to them at the moment is I'm like, I'm loving them because they're so well told. That guy's like that English accent and that sort of really warm cassette voice. It just sounds so cool. Mm, Sure. Okay. Um, Each their own. I was listening to one about a guy who mysteriously receives a coffin in the mail. He receives like a coffin, like a casket. And uh, he's presented with this situation. At one point, I got so cocky as to actually use it as a table. I was drinking a glass of orange juice at the time and placed it on top of the lid, not really realising exactly what I had done. Not until I heard movement from underneath it. But then it came again, a soft but insistent scratching. Oh, Jules, it makes it makes the hair on the back of my arms stand I mean, up. this is on you. You could just easily close the app. That is I not, understand, not but I didn't think there would be an issue because I'm like, oh, well, I know I'm going to work. I'm hanging out with you and producer Matt. Like, it's lighthearted. I'm not getting scared. It's going to be daylight eventually. The sun will come up. Uh, I hop in the car, as I tend to do. <laughs> Good. How yeah, you get to work. Yeah, you get to work. <laughs> Flick the old car on, and then from inside my glove box. <laughs> Right after listening to this horror story about something from inside of a casket, <laughs> this noise is presented to me. <laughs> As I start driving, I hear that noise and I am just absolutely pooping my that pants. That did not come from your car. It's Well, that's, that's my thought. Exactly, Jules. No, it did not. I don't know what it is. So naturally, I uh, pulled over. I put my car in neutral and I pushed it into a river. <laughs> Set it to burn. Uh, we don't need that car anymore. I have a journalism degree. I don't get to use it all that often, Jules, because we talk absolute garbage, mm-hmm. I've been told. So right now, I'm going to give you the headlines that you might have missed out on. It's not quite the news bulletin. Welcome to my news booth, Jules. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's cosy. Very, very tight. It's all three of us. Producer Matt's in here as well. Ooh. Crazy. Some of the headlines that they might have missed out on, but I think you need to know, Jules. US and Canadian government, the officials there, they've handed down a rule to all their employees saying that all employees must delete TikTok from government-owned and affiliated devices. Not surely not. TikTok, it's on the clock because I've got 30 days to delete the app on all government-owned and affiliated devices, Jules. Surely government employees. 
they're not posting anything risque on the talk, surely. They're actually, they're not worried about what you're posting. Although I suppose if you were posting something a bit suspect, they'd go, Hey, let's, let's have a quick chat. Do you want to come into my office? But the, uh, the worry is, and this has been going for a while, but questions have been raised about the Chinese owned app, TikTok, and the way that it collects your data. Oh, okay. And obviously America and China traditionally haven't gotten along terribly well. Mm. Uh, and so they're saying, hey, let's get it off all of our devices just on the off chance that China does collect data from something a little more sensitive. Employees can still have it on their own personal devices. Okay. And Australia is actually looking to follow in their footsteps, potentially. They're going to look at how effectively the data collection and the removal goes. And they might actually do something similar where if you, if you work as a government employee, yep. you might actually not get to uh, have it on your own phone. Mm. Groundbreaking could be. Uh, I'm going to take things over. I'm going to take us down to the surf, Jules. <laughs> a chicken from Ocean Grove, our own backyard in Victoria. Yeah. A chicken from Ocean Grove has gone public as the only surfing chicken in the state. <laughs> what? Oh, I didn't know we were doing a census on surfing chickens. I would have assumed it was the only one in the country, but apparently it is the only one in the state. Yeah, the breed of chicken jewels, the Plymouth Rock chicken, took up the hobby during the pandemic under guidance from his owner, Elaine Janes. So it wasn't it wasn't Elaine's idea; it was the chicken's idea. I Elaine was guiding was, onto the board. I think the chicken probably had a bit of a <laughs> bored day and was like, "Hey, let's head on down to the beach." Uh, the chook has developed a reputation amongst locals and is known for its passion for swimming. Was the chicken confined by the whole lockdown 5K radius that everyone uh, else was? Only applied to humans, Jules. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, owner Elaine Janes also has a rooster named Squiggles that can skateboard, apparently, which is a bit <laughs> of fun. Uh, to round things out for your morning, let's go to Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, as it turns out, Jules, might be just up the road in Queensland. What? As tourists unearth 100 million year old ocean predator in their Queensland backyard. No, thanks. Experts believe it's one of the most intact fossils of the Kuyu Australis fish. A a large, the Kuyu Australis. It's a large carnivore that once swam Queensland's inland Eramanga Sea. It's, a, it's effectively just a massive looking fish that looks like it would be able to devour a human adult. Oh, okay. It's massive. I'm glad you explained because it's throwing a lot of words out there. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, the reason why this is so exciting, and it was found in an area, an uh, area called Richmond, where there's apparently lots of discoveries made that are very similar. Okay. Exciting fossils to be discovered. Like what? Well, the reason plenty of this other of these fish have been discovered, other like specific dinosaurs apparently that were native to Australia at some point. Native Australian dinosaurs. But the reason why they're so super, super excited is because a few weeks ago they had a bit of disappointment. Oh. The fossiling community. Oh no. This discovery comes after a couple of weeks after uh, it was believed that there was a similar discovery made, which was. Turned out to be chicken bones oh, from a nearby campsite. Another couple was like, hey, we found one as well. And they're like, no, it was just some oh, KFC. No. That's not quite the news. The journos said you didn't need to hear it, but I reckon otherwise. Feeling good. Feeling good now at the moment. Going to be a little bit stressed later tonight, Nick, because I have an assessment task. I. You're not in school. Why are you getting assessed? <laughs> I do pole dancing on Thursday nights. Sure. That fills in all the gaps we need. Sure. And I, uh, I am at the end of the term, and what happens at the end of the term at this place that I go to 
is that they have assessments where they essentially check that for the six, eight weeks, however sure. long you're doing the class, you can do all the moves and you can progress to the next level. I think it's very similar in karate where you do a semester of karate and then at the end of it, you obviously get given your the next color of, I guess, high heels or whatever you wear when you're Probably, doing pole yeah. dancing. Sure. I imagine. I've never passed. I've never done one of these assessments before. Because it sounds made up. I am stressed because last week I wasn't there. I had an ear infection. I thought, you know what? Probably not going to look cute being around the pole in pain with the facial expressions I'm pulling. So let's skip it. Do they, ra- do they rate you on facial expressions? I'm assuming a bit of pizzazz wouldn't, would look better than, hello, the, I'm in not. pain and screeching coming from the pole. Probably uh, ruin the mood. Yeah, I suppose if you're at the ballet and the, the ballerina was just like, you know, mouthing off to you or giving you the finger, <laughs> it's like, yes, you're executing all the dance moves, but you kind of were a bit of an asshole about it. Not the whole package. Yeah. Um, so I messaged the company and I was like, hey, is it okay if I do the assessment next week? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Um, the thing is, I'm getting anxious that because I missed a week. Yeah, you've fallen behind. I'm, I might fall behind. Like, they might have shown you the secret to, to pole dancing in the week you missed. This this is like PTSD from primary school. This right. is when I didn't get my pen license and everyone in grade four got their pen license. And then I turned up grade five and no one mentioned anything about it. And then I just started writing with pen and was worried that the pen license police would rock up. And I was yeah. like, Kicked out of school? You worried you're going to get kicked out of the class? What if I'm a phone? What, I can't poll without a poll license. Surely. What's going to happen? Is that what tonight is being assessed for? I don't know. You're allowed to upgrade to a better poll? What happens if, like, I assume everyone passes and moves on because, you know, it's a business. They want money. They, uh, I'm sure they would want me to succeed. It's in their best interest for you to not fail, I believe. Another issue is um, I think they mentioned that the last week of term also has some dress-up component, mm. which would have been discussed last week had I been there for, you know, outfit, what I need to wear. Sure, you missed, you missed the Q&A section of the class. You don't know what's going on. I am concerned that I'm either going to rock up completely underdressed or completely overdressed, or maybe there's a theme that I completely miss. Yeah, well, if it's pole dancing, I think that the worst thing you could do is rock up overdressed, right? Because isn't right. the standard uniform a little bit of nothing? Yeah. Jules, yesterday on the show, I was saying how I'm currently in a battle. I'm trying to give something up. Uh, it's caffeine, and it's you know it's in a lot of it, a lot of things. It's in your coffee, it's in your energy drinks, it's in pre-workout. It seems to be everywhere these days, even in chocolate as well. You're a pretty healthy guy. You want to ensure you haven't got any addictions that are clinging to you. And um, I you know I commend you for that. I appreciate that. I don't know what it's doing to me because I went did a fun run the other day and I had some pre-workout that had a quite a bit of caffeine in it, and I didn't think that it was doing anything to me. I don't know if I've grown desensitized to it or whatever, but I understand we don't know everything there is to know about caffeine. Somebody who does is Australia's favorite scientist. It's Dr. Carl. He joins us now. Good morning, Dr. Carl. Good morning, Dr. Nick and Dr. Jules. And how, you're, you're trying to give up coffee. Why? Well, I'm trying to give up not just coffee, Dr. Carl, but I'm trying to give up caffeine in general because I do feel, and I'm not saying it's going to be a forever thing, but whenever I have had to need that little bit of a pick-me-up, I just feel like I'm not getting it anymore. I feel like maybe, and you can probably correct me here a little bit, but like, have I grown desensitized to it? Because it doesn't seem to have anywhere near the effects on me that it used to do once once upon a time. Ah, and also you're older as well. Yeah, 27. So I've had a few few years <laughs> under the belt of consuming caffeine. Yeah. Right. Okay. So firstly, it is the world's most popular legal drug. Okay, but remember right. the words of Paracelsus, which are that all drugs are poisons. What matters is the dose. Now, based on the fact that coffee's been used widely and overwhelmingly safely for over a thousand years, we should expect that the bad side effects would be fairly minimal so long as we don't drink too much. 
And based on various studies, there's an increasing ocean of statistics that some of the side effects actually seem to be good. Really? You might be doing bad things to yourself by giving up coffee. Really? really? But surely if you look, Dr. Carl, at people that, you know, caffeine's everywhere. It's in Coke. It's in, so easy for us to just go, I'm feeling a little lethargic. Instead of doing some natural remedies, we're reaching out for something that's a stimulant. Uh, actually, coffee is not a stimulant. Okay, what is it? What does it classify itself under as we talk about it being, uh, you know, the common drug effectively? It's a blocker of a natural depressant. Oh, huh. right. so just, just turn your thinking around. So when you wake up in the morning, there are very low levels in your bloodstream of a natural depressant called adenosine. Okay. And then, as you, and, and what coffee does <clears throat> is stop adenosine from working. So if you have a cup of, cup of coffee first thing in the morning... Mate, any benefit you're getting is purely psychological, a placebo effect. Really? Okay. So, yep. like, how how long after waking up powerful. would you need to be before you start to get those effects, Dr. Carl? Oh, about two hours in. Okay. That's, and that's so insane. Clean, cleans the system out and then you can start to get the, the positive effects. Okay, that makes no, sense. Because, look, a lot of radio system. people are having coffees quite early, quite, quite mm -hmm. straight away, so they're getting nothing out of it. Uh, they're getting the placebo effect, which is very powerful. Okay, but my brother, he will go through a number of cups of coffee and he will honestly say to me, the first thing he thinks of, when the thing he smells when he wakes up is a cup of coffee. He says that he will have the shakes, visible shakes. <laughs> the shakes. He gets a first cup of coffee. Surely there's something to that. Yes, he's addicted. He's taking too much. All <laughs> drugs are poisons. What matters is the dose. So okay. Even water will kill you. And you would know this, Dr. Nick, as a, uh, as a runner. And there was a case of a marathon runner who drank four times the normal amount of water that you drink in a day and died from water overload. Yeah, not, yeah. not an ideal situation. We talk about, yeah. I guess, the ideal doses then. Where is the ideal dose for like the average person sitting in? Uh, two to four cups of coffee a day. So it has good effects on life expectancy, liver disease, type 2 diabetes, prostate cancer, which you and I both have because we're over the age of 20. Uh, skin and oral cancers, and heart conditions. But surely it's uh, not like with, you know, milk and sweeteners and all that. Maybe there's an optimal way to consume your caffeine? Um, milk is good because milk has got uh, calcium in it. And with calcium, you build up uh, your maximum dose, uh, your, your maximum load of uh, calcium in your early, middle 20s. And after that, mate, no matter how much more calcium you have, you can't, increase the number of calcium atoms in the body. They, they either stay the same or they go down. Yeah, right. So it's, it's so the, the other stuff in the coffee. coffee. Oh, sorry, say again? So it's the other stuff in the coffee that we should be looking at. It's not necessarily just the caffeine. Like There's obviously the positives to it, but is it, if we're talking about something that a lot of people do put into their coffees to sort of well, take off the taste, the sugar, is that a concern in coffee? Oh, sure. You don't need it, but it's fun. But look, <laughs> let, let me just talk about the good effects of coffee. Yeah. And these are based on observational studies, not your proper peer-reviewed, double-blind, randomised crossover right. where you get a whole bunch of identical twins and you say to half of them, for the next 20 years, you're going to live just like your brother or sister, but you are going to have coffee or you're not going to have coffee. Yeah, those studies are so strange. <laughs> yeah, so what they do is observational study, like the American Nurses Study, which looked at a third of a million American nurses over a third of a century, and we've seen similar studies around the world, and gradually things bubble to the surface. But these are not; these are only you know, correlations. Like, for example, if you are wealthy, you live longer than if you're poor. If you smoke cigarettes, you die sooner. If you don't exercise, you die sooner. So these are just things bubbling up from what we call observational studies. So they're not as statistically robust. And so with regard to life expectancy, it looks like 
Um, if you drink a fair amount of coffee, you'll have a 14% lower risk of dying prematurely from any uh, cause. And that works for both caffeinated and decaffeinated coffee. Okay, there's a lot, right? lot of benefit. There's benefit to the bean. Uh, Dr. Carl, before we let you go, and do obviously good news because it looks like I don't need to curb it as much as I do yeah. with caffeine and you know, you do see a lot of people in certain industries uh, taking effectively just caffeine pills, which has got none of the benefits of the coffee, I'm imagining. It's sort of the pure caffeine and it's a way of getting it into your system. How long does it take for caffeine to sort of, uh, like the half-life, to sort of work its way out of your system? Half-life of caffeine is a time for the, uh, for the number of molecules to drop by half. And so for a healthy young uh, adult human, it's about three to four hours. For a teenager, it's about 20 hours. And for an unborn baby floating in the mother's uterus is about 100 hours. Wow, what a difference. Okay, and actually, I've just thought of, because I do have even one more while we've got (laughs) you, Uh, I think about... Because I think about teenagers, and I used to drink, you know, plenty of iced coffee back in the sure. day. Uh, we talk about how it's no, you know, no harm in having a little bit of caffeine here and there. But when it starts to replace, you know, the benefits of actually getting sleep, totally. is that is that having an ill, uh, Ill any ill effects on the body of supplementing sure. a sleep and the healthy diet with those sort of uh, with that drug? Yeah, dead right. So my daughter and boyfriend, they were uh, <coughs> doing a fair bit of night gym work and taking a little bit of uh, muscle powder beforehand. And they said, oh, we can't go to sleep afterwards. And I said, really? Let me have a look at the packet. And on the packet, it had 400 milligrams of caffeine, which is like Mm. four coffees. So they're having four coffees at 9 o'clock at night and wondering why they can't sleep at 11 o'clock. That's insane. Yeah, but so it's everywhere. So the, the you're best off with just a natural coffee drink. And if you have it straight, that's good. A bit of milk is good because you get caffeine. Oh, sorry, you get, you get the calcium. Uh, and it does have the good effects of, for example, the liver, slowing down problems with uh, cirrhotic heart disease and also helping if you've got uh, hepatitis. See, type 2 diabetes, it helps with that. Uh, also helps with prostate cancer. Um, so it does seem to have good effects. But in some cases... It's not for you. So in my wife's case, we were driving across New Zealand and she said, honey, I'm in atrial fibrillation. And I said, oh, come on. She said, have a feel. So I reached across, shoved my fingers into her carotid artery on her neck. And I said, honey, you're in atrial fibrillation. She said, yeah, that's what I just told you. So for her, (laughs) the way she gets around it is by having half a cup each time. Right, just moderating and that's just enough it, yeah. to stop having a little bit of a heart fibrillation. Wow. Here we were thinking that you would say cut out the caffeine, but Dr. No. Carl, you're flying the flag for caffeination. Pro-caffeine. A little pro bit coffee. Yeah. for most people. A little, yeah. you know, Half-mast. Moderation, the key everywhere. Dr. Carl, thank you very much for joining us this morning, mate. We appreciate you uh, putting out the word that I guess everyone just doesn't need to you know, give it up cold turkey. Just obviously moderate what they're taking. Thanks for your time, mate. Thank you, Dr. Nick and Dr. Jules. And Dr. Carr's little book of climate change science, of course, is available in stores right now. If you want to get some wisdom in your life, find it at your best bookstore. And uh, you too can be as smart as, you know, we're not quite doctors, Jules, you no, and I. No. But you know what? You can maybe get yourself an honorary title. Dr. Carl, thanks again. Thank you very much. Ripper. And we'll cut that there. Dr. Carl, we'll let you go. Thank you very much for your time this morning. We appreciate you taking the call on short notice. And congratulations on keeping your exercise program up. You're doing good things for your body in later life. Hey, I appreciate it. Dr. Carl, have a great day. See you. See you later. Bye. Nick and Jules. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.